Welcome to Nurtured Voices. My name is Sarah Bruno. I am a certified speech-language pathologist, creative empath, and nature enthusiast, helping you nurture your voice to communicate with care and connection. Hello, Lori. Hello, Sarah. Good to see you today. So excited for our chat. So Lori is a certified soul artist and co-creator of our wonderful tool we use here called Nature Inspired Feelings, or NIFS if you'd like for short. So we're going to start today with picking a word from our jar to explore. So here we go. What's our word, Sarah? Our word is gesture. 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 I don't even know what this means. (laughs) This is great. Well, that's what we're going to dive into today. And let's start breathing into our body, grounding and tuning in to something in nature to describe gesture. So it can be a plant, an animal, a weather pattern, um, elemental cosmic can be an expansive scene a tiny detail what are you tuning into with nature to describe or feel the word gesture i'm feeling the dance of almost the mating dance of birds and specifically the blue-footed booby bird where they put their feet up and they do all sorts of movements and gestures with their own body and then the they wait for their partner to do it back to decide if, if they will mate or not. So that's what's coming in for me is a little bit more than a gesture but a body weave or a bob or a dance and those blue, beautiful blue feet, which show the partner that they are healthy and ready to mate. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Blue-footed booby gesture dance. I like that. Yeah. When I think of gesture, I really don't know what to think. So that it's a really interesting thing. I think, I think it's a movement, but then I'm like, is it a facial expression? Is it a movement with your hands? So it's like my mind is my, it's totally in my head right now. So I'm going to drop into feeling my nature inspired Mm. feeling. And it could be anything you want it to be. The whole point of this exercise of this chat of these topics is to realize that all of us relate to words so differently, depending on our background and our experiences, you know, our knowledge, I'll get mixed up with word definitions many times. So it's fun to be like, oh, what what does that mean to me? Or maybe I don't really know what that means. So you could be you could be a void. You could be a blank space. So what came in immediately was clouds. And I it's so cool because it's like I know that that's what it is, but I don't know why. <laughs> and I but I am feeling like oh my gosh, there's just so many different kinds of clouds and the shapes and the forms and the movements and they don't talk but they communicate with their forms and their shapes and everything like that so that is what came in I'm like oh yeah it just it's cool because it kind of helped 
help me find a way to understand the word gesture in a different way. So clouds. Oh, I love that. I'm like trying to get all the words for clouds right now. Cumulus, cirrus, stratus. <laughs> they're, they're coming in. Stratus, cumulus. There's a song with it. That, that sums it up. Clouds to just encompass everything. And then specifically could be a dance, a little back and forth with a communication partner or a mate. Well, thank you, nature. It was a little, being a little tricky today, but we got it. We are going to move into our next portion where we use our words to talk about gesture. Having a little chat, a little back and forth. And the reason why I picked this word is Lori knows, but being very Italian. I actually, I really can't talk without using gestures and I'm realizing I haven't been using my gestures and that's why sometimes my words don't come in as easily. Uh, my husband and I joke about this so much. If my hands were tied behind my back, there would be no words coming out. So I, I picked gesture to kind of feel into when do people feel they use gestures versus not? Is it certain settings, certain situations, who they are with, what kind of gestures they use? And gestures, there's like that fine line between gestures and mannerisms. So even playing and expanding the word gesture to mean different things, like you said, facial gesture. And yeah, that's, that's really a big piece of how our messages are conveyed from one person to another. It, it makes up more than half of our messages. So Lori, any, any thoughts or feels around the word gesture? Well, I like how you brought in your Italian roots. I keep coming back to the word like gesticulation, like which, mm. which was this, uh, big word right for me when I was younger I remember being like oh they gesticulate like <laughs> learning that that word about movement right yeah I like that you're tying it to your voice that like finding your words is easier when you move your hands with it I'm feeling into how different that would be like across the globe right like each culture within your family um, I don't know, like, what's included in this word. That's what I'm curious about. Like, mm -hmm. are handshakes included in gesture? Are, you know, little, um, oh, yeah, like a wave. Oh, yeah, like a wave. Hello. Goodbye. Aloha. <laughs> like, and we see it in, um, yeah, in different movies and like having like that special handshake with somebody. I thought, um, it's so funny because yesterday I was thinking about one of my best friends in dance class. We loved the movie Jungle to Jungle when we were like, we were in the 90s, right? And uh, in this movie, there there's this little boy who grows up in the jungle and then his father is from like the big city or whatever. And he goes to the city, but he creates his handshake with his dad and they go, Waka Tempe. And they like, I don't know, it's just the way that they did it. <laughs> and I used to do this with my friend in dance class and I, I was just smiling and it's like, it stays with me maybe because there was a gesture attached to a word, like how I remember this from, you know, 30 years ago is beyond me, but 
it's it's there it's like ingrained in you and and i think it includes that piece where like you're embodying a movement with your voice and how memory somehow works with all of that um and like being able to feel a sense of safety around gestures as well when somebody waves versus just staring at you (laughs) it's different like or even a smile like I'm curious and I can't wait to hear what you have to say is a smile included in a gesture or is it really just something more with your hands so these are all just the things that are swirling around Um, But I'm really starting, what I'm starting to feel now in this moment is the importance of gesture and how you use it and being mindful of not knowing how another person is going to interpret your gestures. Hmm. What a great start. I love all of that, Lori. And yeah, figuring out, oh, is it also about facial expression too? There's different layers of, like I said, mannerisms is kind of all of it. And then you've got the the facial expressions, the gestures with your body. All of it is different and unique to each person. So that's okay too. And like you said, just the way people say hi or bye can be so different. And their gestures can can look different too. You know, a bow versus a wave um, versus a high five versus a fist bump. There's so many so many different ways and I'm you know just wanting to emphasize the importance of gestures are such a big help to the way we communicate when you look at development and for children that I work with if they have difficulty talking or developing language developing first words expressing themselves the biggest thing to do is to work on those things that don't have words like gestures. So maybe it's a point, maybe it's like saying, "Uh uh-oh, and like doing a little gesture with your hands. Some of those beginning gestures we do would be peekaboo and getting that imitation back and forth to understand the importance of gestures and that you can still communicate just with gestures and then move on to words so it's like a little it's like a mini support system a little ally for communication and the other thing that came in just like sometimes we lose our voice literally to like if we've overdone it and lost our voice like screaming at a concert or something or have uh, weakness going on with our voice we can also lose our gestures there's many instances with uh, adults that, you know, especially people who've had strokes and whatnot, um, that they have different body parts that then cannot, you know, move the way that they used to. So even realizing when you lose a gesture, it also can feel like you're losing your voice too. And I know that would be the same for me um, if that ever happened. But yeah, just kind of realizing that piece too, the importance of gesture and then when, when we have a difficult time accessing gestures, depending on what has happened in our lives, that, that loss as well. That's really important. I love that you brought that in. Um, I, you know, being in the hospital for spinal cord injury, I saw a lot of stroke patients coming in, um, you know, pretty much right from the hospital and then having to be in the rehabilitation. And yeah, it's, you can feel the frustration when somebody cannot do even just a gesture um, Mm -hmm. to communicate or they just have to wait until, 
you know, somebody kind of figures out what they're trying to communicate. So I love that you're bringing this in. Um, gestures can be like an aid to communicate and get rid of that frustration. And then, yeah, the power of losing communication through either voice or gestures. So, so important. And, and it is something that can happen to anybody. So a reminder. Yeah. And I, I go back to that having gratitude, you know, for what we do have waking up with the body parts that are working and the the voice that is working and um and then yeah you know gestures obviously there's a whole another world of gestures there's gestures that you and I know but then there's multiple multiple language of of sign language and all that here in America we have the American sign language but um there's so many gestures and components to that whole system. So it just, I don't know, it's really cool to feel into something as simple as a wave or a point. And then as I'm talking, now we're swirling more. And then there's just full languages beyond that. So I like, I like feeling the tears of, of gestures. That's cool. Yeah, well, do you want to add anything else before we give gesture a sound? I feel pretty, pretty good with it. I think, yeah, you've helped me. Now I feel more grounded in, in what is a gesture, that it's a layer of communication. And I'm noticing that, like, I don't use my hands a lot when I talk. And it, and it depends on my mood. <laughs> so I think it'll be cool to just bring a little more awareness to it and, uh, and appreciation. Mm, I love that. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to bring up today. So we're going to move beyond words for this part of our chat today. And we're going to vocal play gesture. And vocal play is just a way to play with the voice and experience it, create unique sounds that are unique to your own voice. And it can be anything at all. All sounds are welcome. All voices are welcome can be a hum or an ooh or an ah or a tune or a song that you sing regularly or something from your childhood, a howl, an animal noise, wishing of a wind, anything goes. There's many types of vocal plays or you could say a little ditty is what I like to say too. So let's uh, breathe in and use our voice to give gesture a sound today. Hmm. And we're gonna give it a little gentle movement too. I'm already putting my hands, my hands together and kind of wishing them around. I'm doing a little bit of rocking. Again, the importance of gesture is, is vital to our communication. So why not play around with some body movements too while we use our voice, pairing them together because they're they're partners in this, little allies helping each other out. And you know what, Sarah? I'm going to imitate you today. Oh, I love it. I want to reflect yes. what you're doing. So I'm moving with you. I'm, I'm doing my hands in the rocking yes. back and forth. So I'm going to put myself on mute while you play, okay. and then I'm, I'm going to vocal play with you. And it really is what I do <laughs> each day with toddlers is just giving them big gestures to model so that they can imitate it and eventually 
move on to sounds and words, but gestures are the building blocks. They're the beginning. I almost feel like doing some peekaboo. <laughs> so here we go. Gesture. <laughs> Gesture. Gesture. I have my hands over my eyes and then opening up. my eyes and my mouth covered before. This is new. I've definitely cried. I know that with my hands um, completely over my face. So inviting you to try that, Lori. Ooh, that's cool. It's like you feel your voice coming back at you. And then you let it go when you open your hands out. Yes. Like your voice comes out. It's almost like you're holding your voice. You could even just cover your mouth. I like the eyes too because it was like darkness like a cocoon. I like everything you said. The pairing of the voice with the gesture and that it it's all bundled up together. Right, Laurie. I think I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to copy you because it's all about imitation today. I'm definitely feeling that like, I kind of feel like doing something with my shoulders. So I'm just going to start rolling my shoulders a little bit. Mm, and I really love the feeling of like the waves that we wave hello. And in every culture, I think there's some form of like, hello, welcome kind of a feel. So I'm going to go with that as my gesture. I'm rolling my shoulders and I'm bringing my hands out. It's a little bit jazzy. <laughs> I'm going to do a little like, hello, hello, ha, ha, hello, 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 ha, ha, hello. It's a little bit like your gesture. Hello, hello, ha, ha, hello. <laughs> I guess not laughing. I think what I'm getting, all right, I'll end it here. I'm getting like a message already of like the joy of connecting and uh, through like how gesture and voice um, to combined when you can imitate and mirror each other that gesture of hello like there's this like such a connection like instant bond that you can feel with even a complete stranger but yeah so it felt like a hug like see I think it was because I was seeing you mm -hmm. doing it back that it, I just couldn't stop laughing because I was being filled filled with connection so it made me giggle oh and I don't know about you but to do a little body scan I just feel warm and fuzzy all over I feel like like here we are 
you know, on Zoom. And I do, I feel like you're right in the room with me. We just shared a hug. So, ooh, that, that could be, that could be something fun doing some nice imitation on Zoom to really solidify connection and deepen it. Yeah, I just, that was so fun. And it just reminds us of the power of vocal play because the whole point is playing and laughing and smiling so that we can feel this rush of relief of stress and rush of endorphins and serotonin. And I know for sure that I am feeling it right now. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That is going to wrap up our vocal play section and we will end with a warm hum to cocoon our time here together. So just pick a note, any note, and we're working on bringing our voice forward, buzzing our lips as we release sound today, and then we'll just end when it organically ends. for listening today. You can stay connected with me at my website www.nurturedvoices.com. You'll see one-on-one virtual coaching sessions for communication support and voice work, as well as sign-ups for my newsletter and upcoming events. You can also find Nurtured Voices on Insight Timer for meditations, talks, and music tracks. And feel free to follow along with me on Instagram, nurtured.voices, where you can deepen your connection to nature, vocal play with me, and receive communication tips. From the bottom of my heart, thank you again. When you nurture your voice, you nurture your soul.